Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands is a podcast for the go-getter, the visionary, the harmony seeker, and the life enthusiast who is ready to stop forcing and start flowing through life, love, and business in a way that is in alignment with his or her true self. Hosted by life coach and business strategist Jillian Bolands, this show will allow for you to energetically and logistically recalibrate through gratitude, inspiration and powerhouse pep talks Jillian style with a whole lot of truth and even more love. Join Jillian each week for morning empowerment talks, uplifting interviews, and the opportunity to create a life of fulfillment by discovering and stepping up as the true you. Let's shine. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands. I am super duper excited today because I just made a new friend, and looking at her smiley face right now is just bringing me such light for today. I know you can't see her, but I get to, uh, but you get to hear her this morning, and I'm so excited. So let me introduce Haley Burkhead. She is the founder of Profit Planner and the host of the Profit Planner podcast. So friends, make sure after this episode, you go over and subscribe to her and make sure to leave her a rating and a review and all that fabulous stuff. She helps online businesses make more profit productively by applying proven systems that generate consistent five-figure months while cutting their workload in half. And I don't know about you ladies, but that sounds amazing. Haley is a consultant, a podcaster, a speaker, an educator who has been featured in the Huffington Post, Thrive Global Magazine, and Radiant CEO. And we're going to dive into all of your, where to find you and what your offerings are at the end, Haley. But welcome. Thank you so much. What a fantastic intro. I'm so pumped to be here and get a chat with all of you. I know. Isn't that the best? Like, I mean, first of all, we get to make incredible connections within this online entrepreneurial space. I'm so freaking grateful for it. But more than that, Mm -hmm. I am so grateful because you get to impact my tribe today. Right. And like, I'll I'll get to impact yours and positively enhance like the, the vibrational frequency upon which we're all functioning. It's everything. And that's the number one reason why I love podcasting is because I feel like we're just all at a coffee shop and hanging out and yeah, it's just so great. Yes, me too. I actually, and you and I just talked about this, but like, I love for my interviews to be conversations, to be like soul Mm -hmm. sister chats. Like picture us sitting at a bar with a glass of red wine or at a coffee shop with like our favorite latte, right? Like that's just the best part, particularly when it's like, we get to know each other on a deeper level. And subsequently by way of that, our people get to know us and they get to know our messages. It's just so important. Totally agree. Ah, I love it. Okay. So I think that the title Profit Planner is the coolest freaking title. Can you dive in? Oh, thanks. You're welcome. (laughs) Can you dive in a little bit about where that came from, what you do? And then of course, we're going to get into like the deeper stuff of why and how and like really want to hear your story. Like who is Haley Burkhead, the Profit Planner? Yeah. So hi, I'm Haley, the profit planner. And man, this brand was basically born out of a lot of women hustling their faces off and looking back at their day and putting that busy badge on as a badge of honor and saying, man, 
I've worked 14 hours today. I am killing it. I'm better than you and you and you. I am an amazing entrepreneur and you're filling on fire. Yet when you actually evaluate your time, you could have only worked six hours out of that 14 hours and gotten more done and made more money. Mm -hmm. So that's where profit planning comes in because we're not only planning, we're not doing all the boring stuff. Yeah. That's fine. We're going to make it fun. We're actually planning for profit. So everything that you're working on, everything that, you know, that productivity applies to is it's actually moving your business forward. It's actually making you money. So that's where this brand was born out of is I'm putting a twist on productivity. It's not just about saving you time. It's about saving you time and making more money and having you look back on your day and feeling accomplished, feeling that relief, feeling that clarity as that CEO. Cause you're a CEO, you know, we're not just, this isn't a hobby. Right. Yeah. And so as a CEO, we should look back at our day and say, wow, I am so proud of how I spent my time. I feel like I'm really getting closer to that vision, that future vision of myself. And you know, like today I, I am amazing at business stuff. I have to say, but whenever it comes to self care, mm. that is where I struggle. And so my new thing, you know, business goals, I got it. I'm on it, but health goals, like working out. I, today was the first day actually that I got back on my healthy bandwagon, yes. my wellness bandwagon. I woke up at 6am, started working out. I had it all scheduled in my Google calendar. And I'm going to be honest, at least I would say seven minutes into the workout, I started crying because I'm so out of shape. I can't do the workout. I just feel fat. I'm not fat, but you know, you just feel like that yeah. when you yeah, yeah, don't yeah. have a lot of energy. And I'm sitting there on my yoga mat just crying because I feel like a failure because yeah. I'm so used to winning in business and I, I get in this comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And then whenever it comes to taking care of myself, which is so much more important than anything else, I do that. So, you know, this applies to all of our lives and, you know, I'm still working on this too in multiple aspects of my life. And so, you know what, just come along. Come join us in the journey because we're all in this together. Yeah. Amen, sister. Holy hell. I could pick this apart in like 7,000 different ways. You're amazing Thank <laughs> you for being so open with that because yeah. here's, here's the scoop, right? Like I've worn the busy badge. Like yeah. been to that rodeo, own the t-shirt, right? Like that busy yeah. badge. Like oh yeah. Busy tattoo. And I still, it's, it's, it's like my normal, like auto default is the busy badge. So can we dive into there? What, yeah. what is it within your story that helped you to recognize like, that's not working for me anymore. Like I'm happy to share my tidbits as we kind of riff along the way. But I mean, yeah. ultimately my feeling is that when we are offering something in business, it's because we had that light bulb moment of this isn't working anymore. How can I do this better for myself? And then, oh, by the way, how can I then teach it to other people? So what was the yeah. moment that you looked at your busy badge and you were like, oh, I'm really tired of wearing you. Yes. And so, and before I even go into that, I want to say the longer that the busy badge is on, the harder it is to take off. Cause like Amen. you said, it becomes more of a tattoo yeah. and you need to rip that off before it even becomes a tattoo because yeah. it is so hard. So I always say, take off the busy badge and put on your profit planner badge. And then you're going to be a lot happier of a person yeah. because inside my community, we call ourselves profit planners. Like we identify as a profit planner. So profit planners don't wear busy badges. We don't have them. So, you know, if you want to jump on the profit planner train, girl, take off that busy badge. We'll show you how it's totally fine. We'll do this together. But the main, main thing that made me realize, wow, this busy badge is 
is I would say I'm going to go back to college time when I was probably a little bit, a little bitty freshman in college. Mm -hmm. And I had a really abusive relationship for about two years. And so to us, I mean, I broke up, got back to, you know, all that crazy thing. And so I would say maybe 19 ish, uh, that relationship was over, went to counseling, all that great stuff. But in my mind, you know, everyone has something that they, they can probably relate to with this. Like think of something that was kind of traumatic in your childhood, maybe, or your teenagers. And we try to escape it and everyone handles it differently. So for me, I handled that situation with being busy because if I was busy, I could escape my mind. I could escape all those terrible thoughts and feelings. And I'm sure you can totally think of something that you and your life are trying to escape right now too. And so how I did that was I kept my calendar so full that I could barely breathe. And by the end of the night, I was so exhausted that I could actually fall asleep and try not to think about anything. Uh, and you know, that's how I coped with it, which was so, so unreasonably unhealthy for me. But I did that for years and I had that busy badge on even after I got married and you know, I was pretty much healing and all that stuff. I still was busy. I had created this habit. It, it now went from a coping mechanism to a habit, to a way of life. And wow, that, that was crazy. It actually last year, um, I, I was sick for 38 days. So I had this busy badge on for years. I was, you know, so busy, so proud of myself, badge of honor, all that awesome stuff. Not awesome stuff, but you get what I'm saying. And then we went to a Europe trip last year and I'd worked so hard. I was so proud. Like my business funded this Europe trip. I'd never been overseas, went overseas. My immune system was so low because the longer you have your busy badge on, the lower your immune system gets. And I got this really bad ear infection over there. And then I almost lost my hearing in my right ear because the ear infection got so bad. Ear infection was over. Um, and then I got hit with the flu. So 38 days in bed, barely couldn't move. Couldn't even look at my computer, which as a business owner kills you, you especially someone that's a workaholic. (laughs) And man, it was, it was really tough. And that was the moment that I realized, wow, this is where it started. And this is how I'm ending it, or this is where it's ended up because it started as a coping mechanism. Like I realized that. And that was such a big wake up call for me. That was huge. Yeah. So what then, right? Like we, we all have these moments, like these epiphany moments of, I can't do this anymore. And it's great to have that moment. But then, like you said, because we are so programmed and it's so ingrained in us, like we've got Mm -hmm. that, like, you know, like that spark of, I'm going to work out every day for the rest of my life. (laughs) Or like, I'm going to start sleeping nine hours a night. And like the first like day or two, it feels great. But then you're like, oh, I could slide on this a little bit. So like, so what then, because that's where I find is the greatest opportunity for true strength and like conviction in yourself and like really answering the calling of your soul or pushing yourself aside again and saying, Oh no, no, no. I'm I'm like, I'm good. That was a cute idea, but I'm going back to how I was. So what was it that made you not only flip the switch, but keep it that way? Yeah. I realized that 
okay, what do I have to do to take this busy badge off and replace it with something else? Because like I said, you know, like if you take the busy badge off, it's so easy to put it back on because you don't have anything replacing it. Right. So what I did was I'm like, okay, I have to replace this with something if I take the busy badge off. So I said, okay, I need three things in my business to make sure that I never get this way again. What can I do? Systems, outsourcing and automating. Those are the three things that are going to just drastically change your business and your life. So I had to figure out how to do this. And that's, that's actually, I created the SOA method. That's what I call it. Systems outsource automates what it stands for. And it's great. So I identify every high priority money-making task. I had to simplify my business. So I, I identified every single high priority task, every single thing that was moving my business forward, every single thing that was making me money. If it wasn't, it didn't go on the list. And then once I identified all of those things, that's when I went through individually each different uh, list item and said, okay, how can I systemize this? How can I outsource this? If I even want to, how can I automate it? Mm -hmm. And then I would list out every single way I can do that for every single task that moved my business forward or made me money. That is how I automated my business to where I'm only working three hours a day now. And going from someone that was working 14 to 16 hour days to three hour days, it's crazy. Yeah. Let me ask you this. What types of services do you offer? What, what are your money-making services that you have? Um, just to like share with people like, the, cause I know we've yeah, got, good we've question. Got, we've got different things and people are, I think get stuck in like the, I can only make money in a certain way without, without realizing that creativity is such a game changer. And, but like we often get different ideas and different sparks from learning from what other people, what they're doing. Yeah. Okay. I'm so glad you asked that question. And I haven't actually been asked that question before. So cool. uh, you're a great interviewer. Oh, I love, <laughs> I love being the person that asked the first question that you've ever been asked. Like yes. that's like actually one of my goals on all of my interviews. So yes. I, love it. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So, uh, what I realized last year, I had a four person and with that, it's so easy and people control your time. It's crazy. And I realized, you know, I do love my clients, but I hate this business model. I was making myself miserable. And so what I did was I said, okay, what are my strengths? What do I really love doing? And that's what I want you to ask yourself who's listening. Like, what are your strengths? What do you really love doing? And then create a business around that. So what I had to do was I took a step backward for, backwards for three months mm-hmm. before I ever moved forwards. Uh, but man, this, this step backwards was so, so crucial to my happiness and my joy and just my business. And I said, okay, I'm really good at talking. And community building and being positive. And like, I feel like our personalities are so similar. Like we're very, uh, you know, like you're my long lost sister, actually. (laughs) Yes. Well, when I got on the zoom call with you, I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this girl so much. Usually (laughs) when I'm on interviews, people don't have that energy. And I feel like, you know, that's our strength is we have that energy. We're like that magnet people. That's our personalities. We draw people to us because our personalities make people feel so loved and yes. appreciated because that's our just instinct, how to talk to people. And yeah. so I realized that was a big strength of mine. And my goal was to make every woman know that she's so loved and her message needs to be shown to the world. Yes. And to do that, I know I had to reach a lot of women. So 
I realized, okay, the business model for me is not to work one-on-one with people. The only way that I need to work one-on-one is uh, if they really, really need me to just, and this is already pre-template done. So it's semi one-on-one. No, my main bread and butter is a membership site where I do get on Zoom calls with women and it's a one-to-many ratio, but I can still, like, I still know pretty much every member's name, what they do. And I mean, right now I only have about 150 members, but even then I would say I at least know 80 of them, their names, their businesses. Uh, some of them DM me the genders of their babies before they tell their husbands. Like I am close to these women. And when I go live, it's just incredible. The feedback, they help me direct my business in the next steps. And Man, it's just the business model for me. And what's great is it is recurring income. I get that stability, which that stability allows me to be more creative and take more risks too as a business owner, which, you know, for me, if I'm starting from scratch every other month, mm-hmm. I come from, I know for me that immediately takes me that scarcity mindset, yeah. but with this business model, and some people thrive off that. Some people, that is their strength. They yeah. do good for me. I like that stability and knowing, okay, I'm at least going to get $10,000 a month from this and I'm good to go. Uh, And then how can I increase this? How can I strategize? And then I come from a creative abundance mindset of, wow, like look at what I've built. Look at what everyone in my membership's done. Anyways, it's just great. I do offer consulting calls. I have this thing called like profit accelerator where I help structure your days, workflow systems and create a profit plan for you. Um, but that's about the only one-on-one service that I offer. That's amazing. That was a mouthful. No, no, no. That was so good. And I just, I, I love so much because here's the truth, friends. Like we all do things with our, well, we should. And I use the word should gently here because my listeners know that I actually despise the word should. I think, cause I subscribe to what I should <laughs> do for so long. Now I really focus on what I'm meant to do, but we should, oh, should do what it is we are meant to do. And we, yes. we really need to um, be tapping into who we really are to really know our truth and do the things that feel good. So it's so empowering to hear what feels good to other people, because I think that we get locked in these systems sometimes of like, oh, she's doing it like that. I could totally do that. That like, I'm just going to kind of go off of that model. And I don't think that like, oh, maybe there are other things out there. Maybe there are different ways of tweaking this so that it better works for me. And I just love so much that you had the opportunity to say to yourself, like, okay, this isn't feeling great anymore. What can I do to make it better? Mm -hmm. So powerful. And the other thing that you said that I just think it's so, it's so incredible how deeply, you know, the members of your tribe, because here's the thing. Yes. Maybe other people have membership sites that have thousands and thousands and thousands of people in them, but you've got 150 souls. You've got 150 stories. You've got 150 families because our work does not just impact one person. It impacts the way that they show up in their life, in their families, for their kids, for their businesses. If they've got employees, like that ripple effect is huge. And to know that you get to be the center of that and like be the catalyst for such change for people is so freaking important. 
Yeah. And, you know, we see that inside the membership and, you know, some mornings like I'll read emails and I'll just cry because uh, someone was having a kind of trouble with her boyfriend. And, you know, I'm telling you guys, I, I know these people, like they'll yeah. come to me with everything, yeah. Like she was having boyfriend problems. She went through the profit, the 90 day profit system inside. It helps you create a profit plan inside yeah. my membership. And with her profit plan, she sold out all of her services and is now creating an agency model that works for her. And now that they don't have money problems, it's fine. Like she, they don't have that relationship stress anymore. And the fact that I basically, I created a material that she took action on, but it saved their relationship. Yeah. How cool is that? Or like someone was able to create a profit plan and their profit plan, the goal was to quit their job. And they were miserable because the guys were like, you know, slapping her butt, all that stuff. I mean, I'm crazy. And she got to quit her job. And she was in the Facebook group and was like, guys, I quit my job. And I just cried because I'm just so happy that, you oh man, it is it is the best. Like it is so great to have a business that you find so much joy in and that you love and that you wake up and you're like, yes, uh, I want to better myself so that I can better the people that I see to serve every day. Yeah, exactly. And literally change their lives. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, yes, they are the ones doing it. I love that you gave credit to the person because they can decide they're either going to do it or they're not. But and we see that all the time. And we yeah. do. And, but the fact is like, you've created this system and this infrastructure and these tools to help them that when they say yeah. yes to themselves, they're not alone. And I don't know about you, but my, my greatest feeling, my, the greatest gift that I can give to somebody else is to let them feel, not just know, not just see, but feel that they are seen, heard, loved, and supported. That means everything to me. And so it does, it takes the person saying yes to themselves, but when they say yes, oh, hold on sister, because I've got your hand and we're freaking going for it. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, my whole brand, and I feel like this is very similar to your brand is I, my customers feel like we're friends Mm -hmm. and cause that's my, you know, that's our personality is that's how we talk. And so, yeah, I love that because they aren't going through it alone and we are holding hands and we're doing this together. And I always describe myself as the virtual cheerleader with pom poms cheering you on like that crazy mom in the stands. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love it so much. So can we just like transition a little bit? I want to talk about money. Yeah. Because let's do it. I just, I have like, oh gosh, where can, where can I start with this story? So I have done so much onion layer peeling and self-discovery and like true, like light shining around Mm -hmm. money. And I have a dear friend and mentor, Liza Watonis, who's helped me with a ton of money. Um, just like drawing out my money story and helping me look Mm -hmm. at like, what's not true. And like, what I've been, what have I been carrying around forever that was never really mine to begin with? Like, where did I pick up on things? And so it's just, I love talking about money, the concept of getting to change the trajectory of our lives because we release all these limiting thoughts around currency, which is energy. It's just mind blowing to me. So where, where did you start to step into this place of, I really want to help people with their, their financials, with their money, with getting a better relationship with it, with creating a profit for yourselves, what for themselves, what are your feelings? Just, just take that and run with it wherever you'd like to. 
Yeah. When I first started my freelance web design business a few years ago, you know, I was transitioning from fashion blogging that I started in 2011 to freelance web design. Mm -hmm. And a lot, I mean, I live in the South, very, very tiny town in the South. And when I say tiny, we don't even have a coffee shop here. Yeah. So very tiny. Yeah. And a lot, and I grew up in the small town and, you know, my family would say that I'm stealing money from my clients mm. because in the South, we don't say that we're going to do things for money. Mm. If you, if someone asks you something, it's like a friendly neighbor thing. You do say you go, you've been over backwards for the people around yeah. you just because that's the Southern way. Yeah. If someone asks you to do something, you say yes, whether you can do it or not, because that's nice. That's and if not, you then yeah. you, you, you get talked behind your back, gossip, all that. Oh, well, she did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's just a little Southern town. But if it carries in the business, that is basically business suicide. Totally. And I realized that early on. I didn't realize that at the beginning, but this is when it clicked is when my family said, well, you're stealing money from people. Mm. When I was charging $200 for a custom website, guys, $200 <laughs> for a custom website. And I was stealing money from people. I was charging oh, way too low. I was making five cents an hour, barely getting a thousand dollars a month yeah. and trying to get as many clients as possible that were terrible to me working 14 to 16 hour days. And my family was not supportive at all. Yeah. And not, and not that it was their fault. They didn't, they don't understand. A lot right. of people don't understand the online entrepreneur thing. No diss to my family. It's a weird world over here. Totally, <laughs> you know, it's not something that was available a few decades yeah. ago. I mean, right. like, that's even stretching exactly. it. Like a, <laughs> this is, this is, we're in a baby phase right now. Yeah, this we are. Of job. I'm just so grateful for it. That's a whole different oh, me tangent, too. Yeah, me like- <laughs> too. Yes. And I think when I, when I thought, oh gosh, if I surround myself with people like this, I'm never going to become a, the business owner I want to be. This is just going to stay a hobby. And so I, I, what I did was I not, I didn't cut my family out because I still hang out with my family. If you watch my Instagram stories, you know, like I still hang out with my family. We put cards, all that stuff. But, um, I have, I might, for instance, you know, one of my family members say, Hey, can I give you advice? And I'll say no. And I walk away. I don't listen to advice. Uh, if they are negative or they complain, I don't listen to negativity. I don't listen to complaining, whether it's about business or not, even just life. I don't like to hang around people that immediately are cynical negative, complaining, anything. Um, Cause that somehow feeds into money as well. And then I've surrounded myself with positivity. So I said, okay, no one in this town is going to be great to hang out with. So I realized what I had was the internet and audio. So I actually still listen to about 15 to 20 hours of audio every single week. So that's about 60 hours of audio a month that I'm just surrounding myself with. And the past two years I've done that. So that's a lot of audio, but I've needed that because I've so ingrained and you have to work super hard for money. Working is not fun. Working is a chore. All of these terrible mindset things that I've had to adjust my entire way of thinking, which is tough, but I've had to look up to different people. And it's been hard because, you know, you want to look up to even your parents per se, and you can't because they're not business owners. They don't understand, you know, they have a whole different way of living and they can live however they want to. They can think however they want to, but I know that I don't want to think like that. And so I've had to look up to different people. I've had to reach out to different mentors that's been crucial is who you, you are definitely the product of the of most like five people that you spend your most time with. Yeah. And I realized that I had to cut a lot of people out of my life yeah. or at least lessen the time that I had with those people. 
and it's really hard transition. It was so hard. It still is hard, but you know, you just have to do what's best. I, you know, for me, uh, I want to run a multi-million dollar software company uh, in two years. Mm-hmm. That's a huge goal. I can never get to that goal if if I uh, listen to people that say, "Oh, shop on the clearance rack all yeah. the time," yeah. you know, because then what's that going to feed into my business? Right. I'm going to get Philippine programmers that don't understand my actual goal and vision for this, and I'm going to outsource to people that probably have a good deal, but they're not going to be the best coders, yeah. or you know, or they're going to ghost on me in the middle of the project because I wanted to save a penny and shop on the clearance rack in business. And that has killed me multiple times is that shop on the clearance rack mentality. You know, yeah. Anyway, that was a little bit of a tangent, but. No, that was so good and so powerful. And it's actually the catalyst. So um, listeners, please make note of where we are, the time of this podcast so that you can go back to this. Cause I'm going to give you a couple journal prompts right now. Um, based on my guesstimate, we're about 27 minutes in, 28 minutes in. Um, but seriously, friends, what are your money stories? What yeah. in your surroundings are really that you may not be able to pull out of the top of your head, but are impacting how you're choosing to utilize currency, where you're making decisions based on what you can and can't afford, right? All of these things are so crucial to understand if you want to take it to the next level. And then what are some things that proactively you can do to release? where you have held yourself back because money seems to be an obstacle and what are some things that you can do to proactively start moving forward these are some really deep topics and i will tell you when i started diving into um kind of what was holding me back and some fears that i had around money it was not something that i pulled out right away it was something that i sat with and i journaled on for a very long time and then i finally had these realizations of like oh that's where that comes from that's why i feel like i have to hold on so tight to money because i feel like i'm going to be required to give it away once i get it or i feel like i'm going to be required. Like, so there's a lot of deep seated stuff that like you said, Haley, like it may, it may be your, your very, um, your very real and tangible surroundings, but it may go deeper in terms of just somebody, you know, offering you advice or that little complaint over here. And, and it's just so interesting. And I will say this, you know, our, our families and our upbringing and our surroundings, my feeling is are always doing the best they can, but yes, one, and, and we are always doing the best we can yes. But when it's presented to us that our best gets to become better. Yes. Gets to become better then it's time for us to up-level our functionality, our way of thinking so that we can vibe on that higher level. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Our best can become better. Yeah. And it's not something that like, oftentimes we look at like, oh my gosh, I, I just found out that I'm not doing the best we can. And oh, like I'm bad now. Right. Like I, right. Oh, I have to struggle to like get to that next level. No. Like, what if we just looked at it as, oh, we get to figure this out now. We get yeah. to level. That seems so much more enjoyable to me. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, because you're not stuck. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And you get to have fun along the way. What if you chose yes. to have fun along the way? 
of getting yeah. to your next level. Yeah, because us entrepreneurs, we're not meant to be complacent or average people. We're not average people. We're not the average Joe that just wants to go through life and coast along. Yeah. We're not coasters. No. We are doers. We are executors. We are, you know, people that are always looking to be better. So, I, and I love that about being an entrepreneur in this entrepreneur community because, you know, everyone here, there's not a lot of complaining and negativity as much no. as there is in other circles on the internet because we know that that complaining and negativity ruins our business. And so we avoid that, avoid those people. People. I mean, I, I really do. I just love this space and I'm so thankful for it. Yeah, me too. And I just, um, I actually, how did you, how did you stumble into the entrepreneurial world? Because I know my <laughs> listeners know my story and I'll share a little bit, but I'd love to know like what got you into there, especially from being a small, from a small town or with being from a yeah. small town and with maybe that not being an ever present option. Yeah, uh, blogging. So mm -hmm. I was a fashion blogger, and in call throughout college, I made gas money and grocery money because I would partner with brands like Jane.com, stuff like that. I was a featured model on some things, which was fun, yeah. but it wasn't a huge money maker. And I realized, okay, I like the business side of this. I don't like the blog side of this. I feel like I'm good at making the money off the blog, yeah. but I really love designing the blog. And mm -hmm. so that's when I became a freelance web designer and blog designer after about three or four years of blogging. And then I transitioned my brand to that. And then my, there from there, that freelance web design business became a four person agency. And now it's the membership site that it is now. Don't you just love the iterations? Like when yeah. you look back and you're like, because oh, here's the thing too. And we talk about this a lot on my podcast. It's like, it is so important to have goals. It is so important mm -hmm. to not settle in that complacency state, but it's mm -hmm. also so important to look back and like celebrate all that you've done, yes. all the lessons that you've learned along the way and really like give yourself the moment to feel grateful for what you have now and where you're going. Because at one time, what you have now is something that you wanted. Mm -hmm. So yes. powerful. That's so powerful. I love it so much. So with your women that you get to serve, how, mm -hmm. what's, what's the first step for them? I mean, ultimately they know that they want to create a profit. They want to have three right. hour days as opposed to 14 hour days. Right. How do they start? Where do they start? Yeah. That's a good question. I think identifying where they're at is the first place. And so once they're inside the membership site, they can take this thing called the business stage quiz. So there's four business stages and I've outlined how to get to the next business stage in a PDF. So once they take the quiz, they'll identify, okay, I'm in the build pro developer scale stage. Once they know what stage they're in, they can download a custom business blueprint specifically for that stage. Um, and that's going to help them know what to focus on, what to do, what to take action on, what to avoid during that stage, the pitfalls of that stage. Um, and I mean, I guys, I spent at least 15 to 20 hours interviewing people from each of these stages and yes. taking tons of Google doc notes. I mean, this quiz <laughs> is not just a, Oh, this is a fun quiz. Like, yeah. no, <laughs> this is a serious quiz that took me hours of research to put together. And it is one of people's favorite things about the membership site is because it really identifies where they're at and how to get to that next level. So yeah, just identifying that. And then after we identify what business stage then and how to get to that next level, uh, we go through the 90 day profit system. And that's where we identify, okay, what are you making right now? What do you want to make? Look, if you want to make a hundred thousand dollars this year, you can do it. 
Now let's figure out how. And then uh, we go through each of these six phase steps. It only takes about an hour. They're 10 to 20 minute videos. It doesn't take too long. Yeah. Um, but the workbook, if you go through it, it shows you exactly how to set up take that $100,000 and figure out what your day-to-day -day life actually looks like in order to hit that goal. So most plans are like, okay, you know what projects and tasks to work on, but I take it a step further and we design your days. So mm -hmm. how does that six figure day look like? Like whenever you wake up on a Monday, what do you have to do that day in order to hit that $100,000 goal? So that's what we do inside the profit plan. And then after that, our last step is the SOA method, which is identifying all those high priority money-making tasks and then figuring out, okay, how can I systemize, outsource and automate this? So I know what, I know how I'm going to hit my goals, but now everything that's making me money is automated. Yeah. Oh, I love that. What yeah. does your day look like? That is such a good question. So I'm actually right now in the middle of doing research. I'm always doing some kind of research project. I love it too. Yeah. I'm like yeah. the over learner. It's so fun. I'm researching what uh, design, what day design helps me best with my productivity. And then I'm going to tell my people in my membership about it. But right now, this is what I'm doing. I actually have this printed out. So let me, let me get this. I love design it. days. I batch my days. Let's see. Well, I don't know. I don't think I've actually grabbed the wrong print. Let me see. Oh, wait, nope. It's right here. Okay. So what I'm doing is I'm waking up. Well, Monday, Wednesday, Tuesday, or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or all different days. So I batch my days. So Monday is CEO days. Tuesday's podcast days. Wednesday is um, con membership days, membership and mastermind days. Thursday is just content, I believe. Mm -hmm. I don't have Thursdays in front of me. And then Friday, self-care, and then miscellaneous. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how I structure my days. And then I always wake up at about 6 a.m. and I'm doing my new workout. Yeah, girl. So, so I have, yes, and I'm going to try my best to stick with it. So I have about from 6.30 to 7 a.m. I'm working out, mm -hmm. 7 to 7 a.m. I have breakfast and I've actually pre-planned my meals. Mm -hmm. As CEOs, we have to save our mental energy. This is so important. So make decisions before you have to make the decision. Yes. So if we plan out our meals, that's one less thing for our mental energy bank to think about. And so I, well, we don't watch the video, but I'll pull it up anyway. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a meal planner and I have this all print out. So I think, okay, it's lunchtime. I planned out my lunch in my calendar. I see that I have a certain type of smoothie that's going to give me the nutrients. I make the smoothie, I drink it in that time frame, and I move on to my next task. Mm -hmm. So it's very structured, but also you're probably thinking, ew, Maybe you're like, that is too much structure for me. No, Gross. <laughs> okay. If you do think that this is, I always have a skeleton of a schedule and I move things around all the time based on when I'm most inspired. So for instance, like obviously interviews like this cannot be rescheduled. Mm -hmm. Um, but I schedule these at a certain time because I know I'm the most inspired during those time frames because yeah. I've done a lot of research on my times. But for instance, like, um, I have a Facebook group engagement. Mm -hmm. I have that scheduled in on my calendar, but I can do that whenever I want. If I'm not inspired at that time, I'll move it back. That's yeah. totally fine. Or, yeah. you know, any kind of those tasks or like content creation. I have that scheduled from 9am to 12pm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, if that's the case, I'm like, Oh no, I'm really not feeling this. Yeah. Move it to the afternoon. Yeah. It's totally not a big deal. Um, so, and I just want to make that side note, but wake up 6:30 to 7am workout, 7, 7 30 breakfast, and then 7:30 to 8am, uh, meditation, 
action, manifesting, visualization, making sure that my ideal life is coming to me. I'm attracting it. Um, I've learning, I'm learning a lot about energy sources right now and just energetic and all visualization, visualization, all that awesome stuff. So oh, that's good. been really fun. And then from Speaking my language, <laughs> yeah, I love, I've really come to love it and manifesting money, which has been super fun to mm-hmm. try out. But then from uh, 8 a.m. to 12 p.m., that's my batch daytime. So that changes per day. So like 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. on Mondays, my CEO time. So that's when I'm doing my team meetings, going over reports with my team, um, analyzing data, just being that CEO, visionary. And I spend four hours a week doing that. I batch my CEO time. Tuesday's podcast. So that's outlining, making sure everything's ready for my podcast manager. And you know, if that only takes me one hour, cool. Then I either either have three hours free or can work on whatever I want. Right. So I hope that makes sense. And then afternoons, I don't have to work in the afternoons if I don't have to. Um, I schedule some calls in the afternoons a lot, uh, but honestly, like some afternoons, I don't have anything. I pretty much fill my time. So I technically, I can work three hours a day, but for me, if I actually worked just three hours a day, I would probably be miserable. Yeah. So so here's the cool part about being an entrepreneur and like doing life and business in alignment with who you truly are is that you get to honor who you truly are. And as a high functioning um, person who gets inspired and motivated by Mm -hmm. her work, you would be doing yourself and a disservice if you were like, I'm only going to work three hours because that's what I talk about being able to do. Like, but if that doesn't feel good, on any given day, you get to do something else. Right. And you know, three hours of my day, that's all that's required to run my business. But like right now, you know, I said, I want to run a software company. And so right now I'm in the process of creating a software. So in the afternoons, sometimes I'll get on phone calls and interview programmers, or I'll, I'll figure out, I'll do design or I'll get on a call with the UX designer and just have fun. But it's my fun time, like designing this software company from scratch. I label it as my fun time and I don't label it as a money making task right now. So I do that in the afternoons or, or whenever I feel inspired on the weekends. Yeah. How do you feel like you best support, um, people who have kids, for example, like, so, you know, I'm, I'm a mama and, or Mm -hmm. have full-time jobs and have these other things that are, they're not a hundred percent focused on building this business of their dreams. Like how, like, what are your best pieces of pieces of advice for those amazing individuals? Yes. And emphasis on amazing. So scheduling (laughs) is out the window. So for me, I don't have kids. I can batch, I can schedule my days. I can do all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I can color block everything. Um, for moms, I don't recommend that honestly. And that's what the profit plan comes in. So if you go through the 90 day profit system, you know, you do design your days how you want. And with that, you can look at your, I use Asana, which is a free online Mm -hmm. project management tool. And so if you use the calendar, you can create a color coded calendar full of all the tasks that you need to meet your revenue goal. So as a mom, you can go to that day and you only focus on that day. That alone is going to increase your productivity by 50%. It is insane because um, let's say I'm going throughout my day and I'm asking, what do I do next? If you ever ask yourself that question, your productivity decreases by 50%. So just having everything pre-planned inside of a sauna and a calendar can save you 
50% of your time. So then as a mom, you know, I have to do all of these tasks. Now, when can this fit into my day? And then if you have to take a break, well, you've already checked off, you know where you're at. So whenever you come back to your computer, you know where to start. Try to just check off as many as you can throughout the day, figure out little spots of time, but you have a checklist. That's all you need. And what's good is that if you go through the profit plan and you go through the system, then you'll know exactly what to do that's actually moving your business forward. A lot of people have checklists of things that aren't actually moving your business. They, they feel good, they yeah. sound good, but they're wasting their time. And you know, I never want you to waste your time, especially as a mom. Your time is so, so valuable, more valuable than my time because you're raising a human being in this world. Like I just, yeah, so your time is so valuable and you should definitely treat it like it. So only put things on your calendar that need to get done and then are going to move your business forward and make you money. Oh my gosh. Underline bold and italicized. That is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. And just bringing it full circle to the beginning of our conversation, you said you really are inspired about helping people go to bed feeling accomplished. Yes. And I know the feeling personally. I also know the feeling from all the women that I have coached and worked with and friends and mamapreneur, like soul sisters. Like it is so easy to go to the bed, to go to bed at the end of the day and say, holy hell, I did so much, but I still feel super unfulfilled, unaccomplished. What is something that we can do as people, you don't have to be a mom, but just as anybody to go to bed, feeling accomplished and feeling fulfilled in what you did that day. Yeah. Um, making sure that your checklist is accurate. That's the oh, big yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, because like I said, a lot of people have things on their checklist that aren't accurate, that they don't need to actually be doing. And so make sure to filter everything. And, you know, I go through this in hardcore and SOA method, but just think about what's actually making you money in your business. Identify every single task that's either moving your business forward or making you money. List all that out. Oh, I almost hit the microphone. Uh, list all that out in a Google Doc, Evernote, whatever you want, or even a piece of paper. Go old, old school, use a piece of paper, yeah. and then say, how can I systemize, outsource, and automate that? And then everything that can't be automated or outsourced, and then has a system for it, create a system for it, and then put that on your checklist and create recurring routines. Uh, that's huge. So if you have a checklist that that's all you have to do, for instance, you might cut your checklist down by half. And then because you don't have to ask the question, what do I do next? Your time gets cut in half. So not only do your tasks get cut in half, but your time gets cut in half. So that is huge. And then you'll look back at the day and you'll be like, wow, I actually checked everything off my list. And I'm feeling really great right now because I know that if I hit this checklist, then I know I'm going to be making, I'm going to have a six figure business or a seven figure business or whatever that is for you. Oh my gosh. I love it so much. All right. I want to um, wrap up with a couple of quick fun questions for you, but first, can we guide my people in where to find you? Social media platforms, website, um, free tools. Can you just list those out and I will put them in the show notes as well? Um, yes. Come hang out with me on Instagram, please. Oh I would gosh, love to see you there. My favorite place to hang out. <laughs> me too. And I need, I need, we need to go follow, I need to go follow you because yeah. I love Instagram. I love connecting on there. So please come DM me. Um, I love this podcast, but I haven't met you yet. I know yeah. we've been talking this whole time together, but I want to meet you. I want to 
stalk you, let's be honest. So come DM me. Uh, my Instagram handle is at Profit Planner. And then I have a Facebook group at ProfitPlanner.co slash community. I would love to see your beautiful face there as well. And I actually have have a free roadmap that I made just for you. If you want to go grab that, it's like a five-step roadmap. It's basically a blueprint that shows you how to create consistent income in your business and go from extremely busy to extremely profitable and productive. So if you want to grab that, that's at profitplanner.co slash boss. And uh, man, I'd love to see you in all three of those places. So grab the roadmap, come DM me on Instagram, and then come hang out with me in my Facebook group and we will become best friends. <laughs> oh my gosh. So fun. Well, you know, I'm going to do that. So um, I'm psyched. So friends, like seriously, go follow Haley, go join her stuff. She's just obviously a powerhouse and such a good connection and like soul sister to add to your tribes. So go do that now. Um, but Haley, let's just, let's talk some fun stuff. What is your favorite book, which I know like, that's like seriously a really unfair Ooh. question. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so tough. Um, okay. See, I love so many books. I know. I'm going to have to say Expert Secrets. I hate saying that for a few reasons. One, I don't care for that brand. It's a very masculine, uh, masculine energy heavy brand. Mm -hmm. So Russell Brunson's and Click, Russell Brunson and Click Funnels. I don't care for the energy that gets put out on that brand, but that book is genius. It has so many great things in it. I do not buy the software. I do not buy anything uh, like that just because... You know, like I, I'm not, I'm not that big of a fan. And I hate saying that, but you, I don't know. I feel like a lot of us ladies deal. understand. Yeah. Um, if you, yeah, it's, it's very like money heavy and stuff, but this, the golden nuggets in that book are incredible. And if you, uh, l read it from start to finish, you're basically going to be drooling because it's just that action pack. So cool. <laughs> so cool. Okay. Next question. What are you listening to right now? Cause you said that you listen to a lot of audios. I do too. Audios mm -hmm. are like how I function as a mamapreneur. Let's be honest here. <laughs> uh, yeah. So right now, um, I actually was just listening to it this morning and I'll pull it up. It's on audible. It's a audiobook called Scrum mm -hmm. and it's the art of doing twice the work in half the time. It's incredible. Uh, a lot of the team management principles in that is great. I'm trying to learn how to be a better leader, which I'm okay at, but I want to be a way better leader than I am mm -hmm. right now. I know that I could improve a lot. So. <laughs> so cool. And thanks for being so real and vulnerable because like, I think people listen to these podcasts and they're like, Oh, girlfriend's got it all going on. Like, hey, nope. <laughs> you speak so eloquently and you speak with so much passion and like with a Thank lot you. of, um, uh, just a lot of like standing in your own ground. Like, you know what you're really good thanks. at. So it's really, really powerful when, powerful women share where they've got area for improvement. It's just so amazing. I think that's so funny that you say that because the reason why I started my podcast, the Profit Planner podcast, was because someone last year told me I was a terrible speaker. I spoke at their event and I said, can I have some feedback? Yeah. And she said, yeah, you're not a good speaker. You're actually one of the worst speakers. And I thought, wow, what can I do to get better at speaking? Yeah. And I started a podcast and that has really helped. So yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Random fact. Girlfriend. I love it so much. Okay. Talk to us for a minute about self-care. What do you like to do for self-care? What does that mean to you? It's, it's different for all of us, but what are on Fridays, your self-care days or any other time, like how are you really tapping into you? Okay, I'm obsessed with skin because 
I would say last year, my face looked like it was stung by bumblebees. It was terrible. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just being super honest. Yeah, I love you so much. I feel like a lot of us (laughs) ladies understand the hormone struggle. Mm -hmm. That was my struggle. I found this really awesome skincare routine. It takes me 30 minutes a morning, an hour at night. It's crazy, I know, but wow, it's amazing. And so what I do is I do hair masks and skincare and stuff on Fridays. Um, It's just my me time. And I steam my face. That's always fun steaming my face is great. Yeah. Um, (laughs) favorite types of exercise. I'm going to help you with like, really like ingrain this need to get back to working out for you. Um, I guess right now it's, it's yoga Pilates in that arena and the ab exercises within there. I suck at them. That's actually what I was crying over this morning because it's like, I am so weak, but yeah, that's my favorite because I need it. Yeah, (laughs) no, that's so good. Favorite beverage. Lemon water. Oh, I, I know that. that's so boring, but no, I love I'm obsessed with that. It's yeah. so good. Um, have you ever put mint in water with lemon? I haven't. No, so I haven't. Good. Oh, sister. Really? Okay, I'll do it. I'll yeah. try it. You should try it. It's really, really good. Um, okay, and then I like to actually start off my podcast when it's just me talking because um, I, I like to drop two episodes a week, one of me like having that like powerhouse pep yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah. One with one of my soul sisters, and I start off all of my – solo podcast with this, but I like to end my interviews with this. What are you grateful for? I am so grateful for being able, like I just quit my job recently. Congratulations. Oh my God. This is so different because I actually went from being an entrepreneur to working um, Mm -hmm. at a job because I blamed entrepreneurship for how miserable I was. I wanted to escape entrepreneurship, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I realized I'm an entrepreneur. I can't do this. Like that's who I am. And I just have to figure out it was my fault that my business was not, was only making a thousand dollars a month. Like it was because of productivity. So, um, I, I realized I need to make a difference. My big fear wasn't money. You know, I, I, my, I'm so thankful that I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. It's the fact that I hate being alone. I'm such an extrovert. I didn't want to work at home alone. It scared me because I was in such a depressed state in 2015. I was miserable, depressed, isol- isolated. I never wanted to feel that again. And um, I've, I'm going to start an entrepreneur meetup half, or an hour away from me. I'm going to do some really cool things. So I have some virtual co-working spaces now. I'm so thankful that I finally am in the mental space to be able to quit that job. I love that job. I'm going to miss it terribly. But the fact that I'm so glad that I got there mentally because anyways, that's a huge blessing. Yeah. You're answering the calling calling of your soul. Like legit answering it. Yeah. I'm just, oh, congratulations. I'm so proud of you. you. I'm so happy for you. That's huge. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. (laughs) Haley, thank you for being here. Friends, go over, find her, follow her, subscribe to her. She's amazing. Um, And seriously, this was so fun. Thank you. Thank you for giving me your time and your energy. Thank you so much. I've loved talking to you. This is so so great. This was a blast. (laughs) All right, friends. I hope you have the most amazing day and good morning. My amazing soul sisters and brothers, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands. If this episode moved your soul, please head over to iTunes right now. Leave me a five-star rating. Leave me a review. Reading your reviews means so much to me and I'm so grateful. I also need to remind you excitedly that you need 
to be in Portland on October 13th, 2018. The Jillian Bolanz's True You Live event will be taking place on that incredible peak foliage season day here in Maine. And it is going to be a life-changing, soul-shifting event. It's a day-long personal development event that is going to help you to discover, tap into, and crack open who you truly are so that you can amplify that and make the impact that you're meant to make in your life, in your relationships, in your business. It's going to be everything. I've got the most incredible soul sister business best friends who are going to be on that stage with me. And trust me, you do not want to miss this for yourself. You do not want to miss this opportunity to share with your teams and your friends. Make sure you head to www.trueulive.com or you can head to jillianbolands.com forward slash trueulive friends you need to be at this event and through the month of may there is an early bird special there are vip tickets available and our general admission prices are reduced for the month of may it's basically a friends and family price so friends you need to be there you are ready for it you are ready to make the impact you will make by way of going and experiencing this feeling the power of what it's like to get in person with people and taking life and business to the next level by feeling empowered in who you truly are. JillianBolands.com forward slash true you live. I can't wait to hug you in Portland on October 13th.